the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Tim DeMoss Show podcast. You can hear the program each weekday afternoon from 4 till 5 on AM 560 WFIL and WFIL.com. Good afternoon. It's a couple minutes after 4. You're listening to the Tim DeMoss Show, AM 560 also available at WFIL.com or on that fine app we have, which you can download free from WFIL.com. Slap it on your smartphone or tablet and carry us with you wherever you go. We're good company. I'd like to think. Cloudy day, rainy day, rain continuing this evening, down to 34. A lot of clouds uh, tomorrow, maybe a shower early couple of flurries possible. Don't be shocked if you see those. And uh, some sunshine perhaps by the afternoon. Tomorrow's high 47. Peeking ahead though. Looks like a nice sunny weekend. 56 the high for Saturday and uh, 62 for Sunday. And then heading into next week supposed to be around 60 and up. And we hope it continues trending in that direction. Phillies uh, were off today. They beat Detroit yesterday. They play the Yankees tomorrow night at 6.30. Flyers are at the Islanders tonight at 7. Lost uh, 9-0 last night to the Rangers, including seven goals in the second period. But, got to have a short memory. Move forward. Sixers home against Sacramento Saturday night at 8. They're off till then. They lost 109-105 in overtime uh, last night to Milwaukee. And Giannis Antetokounmpo, I practiced... And now I'm able to say the Greek freak's name without any hesitation or just a little bit. Victoria, speaking of Greek, how are you today? Doing well. It's a rainy day, you know, rainy uh, Thursday, but uh, doing well. It's one of those days you have a little chai latte, perhaps? No, there wasn't time for that <laughs> in okay. the past 24 hours, but it is a good day for a chai latte or coffee. Kind of rainy and cold. You, is that your favorite if you had to pick a, a, a no. the beverage? No. Oh. I'll just say latte or coffee. Okay. More plain Jane. All right. I thought I heard you say you like chai. Maybe. I, know uh, I, I like to eat them for breakfast as far as like, those yeah, little they have like a chai. Chai chew? Chai seed pudding type thing. Or I don't chia? really know how to describe it. It's, very, yeah, it's backwards. That, the same thing? No. Chai. No, that's chia. Like chia pudding with the little seeds in it? That's not the I same thing. I thought it was thing. chai. No, well, I don't know. Anyway, but not coffee. No. Okay, my brother loves chai. I tried it the other day. My son, who's a little bit becoming a little bit of a coffee expert, my son Tim has bought me a coffee maker for Christmas, and then said you really should put a little cinnamon and something else right in the grinds or grounds, and then it, and so he's actually visiting with us this week from Florida, and so we it smelled the kitchen up pretty good. And like, oh, I could get used to this. This is pretty nice because I am pretty plain otherwise. Everybody just have like a little coffee, cream, and sugar. I'm good. I actually can't really say that I've disliked it because I've just never had it. But I mean, I've never, I don't go out of my way to have chai okay. coffee. But maybe I should try it. 
Well, today's a good day for it with the rain and the chill out factor happening. Whatever your favorite flavor is, uh, we do give away, natural segue here, to uh, gift cards to Dunkin' Donuts and Panera and Wawa, all of which save, uh, serve coffee. And uh, this hour, if you would like to win a gift card to any of said venues, $5.60, enough to get yourself a couple of coffees. In fact, today I went to Dunkin'. Krista Gall, the host of our sister station, Philadelphia's AM 990, The Answer, reached deep into his pocket for $5.50, and it was enough for two extra-large coffees. I ran down, I, you know, he, I fly, he buys, was the thing. And uh, so I know that 560 can cover a couple of nice coffees, have a conversation over. Well, the reason we like to give away these gift cards is it's just an opportunity to say hello, thank you for listening, and encourage you in the process perhaps to... Have a coffee or, you know, a couple donuts or a little sandwich or a snack or something. Stop by and uh, whether it's just for yourself or to have a conversation with a friend and an excuse to get together with someone. So if you want to win one this hour, simply text our text line at 610-500-DOVE, 610-500-3683. And if you have not won in the past month, we'll send you one. That easy. You don't even have to, you know, be caller nine or texter nine or nothing. You can simply text in. Just make sure to include your address with your zip code so we can send one out to you. And if you have a preference, state that. The ones that we have are Duncan, Panera, and uh, Wawa. We also have Rita's, uh, but that's not on the table today. We'll say that for a springier day than today where it's like sunny and you really want to go get one of those things. All right, simple enough. We'd like to do this every once in a while. It's courtesy of Brian Chevrolet. Which sponsors our program? They're based in Jenkintown. Dave Peterson, owner-operator, has joined us in the past every now and again to drop a little auto knowledge on us. I'm sure we'll have him on again in the near future. He's also, and Briner is, sponsoring the Kindness Challenge, which just went up on our website. In case you're not aware, definitely something to look into because the, uh, well, there's a couple of reasons. First of all, with this Kindness Challenge, which runs through the 30th of April, you can win your choice of $12,000 towards a new vehicle or have your car payments covered for a year. Sounds pretty good. Would you not agree with that, Victoria, that either of those would be good? Twelve grand toward a new car of course. or car payments for a year. Right. Uh, on top of that, you'd actually win the same thing for a hometown hero that you nominate. It's part of the Kindness Challenge. You can enter every day between now and the 30th of April. You can also earn bonus entries by completing various acts of kindness, which really is a huge part of why we have this going as well. An opportunity to encourage you to be a blessing to someone else. And every day we add new uh, new act of kindness to the list. It's not complicated stuff. You can do it. Have fun with that. It's called the Kindness Challenge, sponsored by Brian and Chevrolet, just like this program, at WFIL.com. So we'll take our first break. Looking forward to uh, featuring some music from Toby Mac and KJ52 this hour. Get you updated on how things are going with Save the Children, our partnership with them. Also, I was part of a Zoom call today with uh, the Eagles and uh, their head coach, Nick Sirianni, and Howie Roseman. Not sure what title he's sporting these days. He's pretty much like number two in command. Uh, also, actor Harry Lennox is going to join us. He's been in all kinds of things the past several decades, most recently from NBC's The Blacklist, but he's uh, part of... Uh, a special uh, uh, that's coming up, um, I think in the next, I'm not sure, it's, it's in the works. It's a special series we'll tell you about. And he also had, had, had a release that he put out last year he joined us and talked about. 
uh, that we'll get into. So he's coming up this hour. And then I had something I read the other day. I would love to share with you just some words of encouragement. I've been reading through the book of Exodus, came across a passage that's familiar to folks, and me too. But when I read it this time, there are two things that really jumped off the page I'd love to share with you. So that and more, whatever we can shoehorn on our fine broadcast today. And again, if you want to win a gift card, text to 610-500-DOVE, 610-500-3683. That's our text line for the show. Listening to the Tim DeWash Show, AM 560, WFIL.com, and on the WFIL app. You're listening to a podcast of the Tim DeMoss Show, heard weekday afternoons 4 till 5 on AM 560 WFIL and at WFIL.com. Help is on the way. Help is on the way. Round in the corner. Help is on the way. AM 560 WFIL.com on the app. The new Toby Mac song is called Help is on the Way, Maybe Midnight. Fantastic video that goes with that song. If you get a chance to check it out, please do. The word help is a great word. And uh, when I sit down and think about this program, try and filter what we do through that word a lot of the time. Like hoping, in a nutshell, that this program is a help to you. Whether it's encouragement, information, maybe give you a laugh or two, a gift card, for example. We're giving some of those away today. All the above, we hope that you come away better for having heard. One way that that happens is with this partnership we have with Save the Children. You've been hearing about it a little bit. We had Scott Wilder join us, who's with them. And in a nutshell, around this time, what we're doing with Save the Children, uh, which works in 100-plus countries around the world, this is about help, helping outward, helping them, helping children in other countries. It's also hopefully helpful to you. You know, because we'll say on this show every now and again, Jesus died for you, but not just for you. And part of being uh, his child and then his family is receiving his love for you and then sharing that and, and pushing that outward and loving other people. So this is one way you can do it. It's not the only way, but it is a way. And so we consider the opportunity to work with Save the Children as really good for a lot of reasons. Uh, this specific, a specific case, we're focused on this thing called Plumpy Nut which is, um, it's like a peanut paste. It's a nutrition medication kind of thing that is provided to children who are on the brink of starvation. So this is a little different than trying to help those who are kind of low on food have more food. These are children who are just trying to survive. And pumping that actually helps with that. We had Scott Wilder from Save the Children on, and he described you know what this pumping nut is. It's about the size. You put, it's a little foil pack about the size of your hand. Maybe think of it like salad dressing from Chick Fil A or something like that. Yeah, uh, where you just crack off the corner, you know, to rip off the corner, and you actually squeeze this into the mouth of a child. And I, I will just call it uh, what they call it. It is a miracle food. It is food that is medicine. It is medicine that is food. These are not. Uh, children that could even ingest or digest regular food. They are beyond the pale. They uh, are right, really, truly on the brink of death. And uh, But they can ingest and digest this plumpy nut. And uh, a week's worth, a week and a half's worth uh, can certainly bring them back from the brink of death. And the good news is it doesn't need to be refrigerated, which means we can send it with mom back to the village 
uh, after we stabilize the, the baby and then uh, make sure that she knows exactly how to administer it and all that and then send her right back to the village. And it's just it's just really is a, a miracle. So that's Scott Wilder with Save the Children. And uh, to his point about electricity, if you think about some of the countries that Save the Children's working in, they don't have electricity, so they, you know, they can't store milk, even if mothers were able to, uh, you know, uh, store some of their milk somewhere. Like, there's no place to put it. It's, it's going to go bad. So this is something that keeps. And uh, so there's a lot of good things about it. And, and again, the plumping nut, it provides both nutrition and vitamins and minerals that in a relatively short time can actually just kind of help pull a child back from the edge of starvation, help them get stable, and then pivot them into a, a path of health and stability. So that's what you're doing when you help. If you're willing to help, it's a $60 contribution uh, that saves one child's life. On average, that's how they've done, done the math. That's how much it takes to enough of a supply and all that, the cost of doing it. So you could do more than that. You could do less than that. But that's the that's the idea. If you would like to help save a life that way. Uh, one of the other things that we had in our conversation with Scott, by the way, he joined us uh, for a couple of days. Uh, I thought, man, it feels like a long time ago, but it's only like early last week. Uh, I think it was. Yeah, first couple of days last week. He was sharing how, a child, when they get to two or three years old, it's a, a lot greater chance that they're going to survive and, and live. It's those first couple of years that you really have to be really on your toes. So that's where we're stepping in. We're helping the, 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 the weakest of the week. I think there's something beautiful about that. And um, before I just go to a break and then we're going to come back with some more things, I want to also encourage you and thank some folks who have helped out so far. I, I mentioned this list for a couple of reasons. One is to thank them. Secondly, it's to just in the point of you're not alone. When you listen to this radio station, you're not the only person listening. If you're a Christian, uh, you could get discouraged and feel like you're all alone or your problems or your situation all on, is just in your own space. And it, it's much bigger than that. And you, when you listen to the station, you come into a community of people much larger than yourself. So be encouraged about that. And, um, and if you're not a Christian, t- same thing. We welcome you aboard to listen in. Call in, email in, communicate, share what you're thinking. Um, we hope that you consider the things you're hearing here at the radio station. So uh, with that said, just let me cu- read off a couple names. Uh, we have Bob in Folsom, Pennsylvania. We have Ruth in Voorhees, New Jersey. Gladys in Shoreham, New York. Online action. In fact, we have John in St. Paul, Minnesota. How about that? And uh, Carl in Philadelphia. Also, Ann in Riverside, New Jersey. And Lois in Lawnside, New Jersey. Those are just some of the folks who have said, let me help. Some have helped with um, a $30 contribution. We've had as high as uh, in that group, someone who did $500. Uh, Scott, when we was on with us, Scott Wilder mentioned, of course, the, the stimulus payments uh, have been coming out. Maybe it's the kind of thing like, you know what, I don't, I don't necessarily need that money right now. I'm not going to push it back. Maybe you could pass it right along and help save some lives. Whatever you choose to do, there's two ways to do it. You can either call a toll-free number, which is 888-884-4836, 888-884-4836, or you can go to our site, WFIL.com. Just click the Save the Children banner and make your help uh, happen there. Thanks for your consideration. Thanks to all those who have helped out. We appreciate your prayers for this endeavor, too. We're working with Save the Children on this uh Technically, it's children suffering from severe acute malnutrition. 
that's what we're doing. We'll do it for a season, a little season here, and then we'll we'll put it to rest and uh, say we did our part for a season. Thanks for listening in. Back with more in just a moment. It's Tim DeMar's show, WFIL. Thanks for tuning in to the Tim DeMoss Show podcast with AM560 WFIL and WFIL.com. Against the wall with nowhere to go. I'm about to lose it all, but I didn't know. More year ago, more year ago. WFIL.com on the app, too. It's a new KJ52, brand new album that he has out. We're giving that away. One of many fine prizes you can win on our contest page. Just go to WFIL.com. You'll find a wide variety of things that you can win. So check it out and have some fun with that. We had KJ on the program. Uh, what day is it today? I have lost track of what day. I guess it was last, it was a couple days ago. Was it yesterday? We just had him on yesterday. Man. <laughs> Pardon me, but I am doing a lot. I'm doing a lot these days uh, without getting into all of it. Uh, my workload lately has increased for a couple of different reasons, which is fine. Uh, I'll even just say, uh, Fast Eddie Cayazzo, who does the morning show on our sister station, Philadelphia's AM 990, The Answer. He's the producer for that program. He and his lovely wife had a beautiful baby boy yesterday. I think it was, or two, two days ago. So since he's out, he can't produce the morning show on our sister station, WNTP. So I'm doing that in the morning. So the days are really long. They're they're fun, but uh, I am starting to forget where I am and what day it is. Uh, in any case, and Eddie actually had filled in on this uh, fine broadcast a few times, including on a pun segment on Friday. So we're glad for him, happy for him. And uh, anyway, back to the prizes. Help yourself uh, and enter those different contests at WFIL.com, including for the new KJ52 CD. Uh, speaking of prizes, too. Congratulations. I had a text line here. Congratulations. Where is it? There it is. Uh, Fran. Fran texted in and said, I would love a Dunkin' Donut gift card. No problem, Fran. Fran actually hasn't won, according to my records here on our text line, for over a year. So that's nice of you, Fran. Uh, if you want to win a gift card to Dunkin', Panera, or Wawa, $5.60, just text us your address and we'll send you one. As long as you haven't won in the past month. We're trying to spread the... The joy around, if you will. Courtesy of Brian or Chevrolet. We have a number of these to hand out this hour, so it's not like you're, we're drawing. It's just if you text, you'll get one. Pretty easy. Text line 610-500-DUB. 610-500-3683. Just need name, address, and zip. And that way we can just receive it and mail it out. And you can pick if you want to put in there of those three, Duncan, Panera, or Wawa. So we'll be sending friends out and happy to send one to you, too. Again, if you have one in the past month, and one per household, if you don't mind. Uh, down to 34 tonight. Kind of a cloudy hangout, sip a latte kind of day. Hot beverage, whatever, just a chill. Uh, a lot of clouds tomorrow still. Maybe some sun by the afternoon. Still on the cool side, 47. But Victoria will be glad to know that this weekend's going to be just full of sunshine. So so excited. Yes, 56 for Saturday, 50, uh, 62 for Sunday, which often is the day we take moose to the dog park. Our fine Labradoodle. It's a good weekend for it. Have you ever been to a dog park, Victoria? You don't have a... No, I don't have a dog, unfortunately. But you've never been with someone who's been in a dog park? Maybe once or twice a while back. It's kind of, I like it because we don't have a fenced-in backyard. So I like the fact that my dog can just run and, as I like to say, air it out. 
I feel kind of badly that he, you know, he's on a leash. Yeah, lots and... more space and maybe some friends at the park. <laughs> you hit the nail on the head, Victoria. They, uh, they come in all shapes and sizes. You wind up talking to other dog owners. And, oh, where'd you get yours? Oh, what, yeah, we went to Ohio. We went to Alaska. We went to a rescue. All these different stories. And, um, and then there's, there's the greeting. Also, when a new dog shows up at the gate, about six dogs, including Moose, boogie over and tails wagging, jumping up and down. Who's this new dog who's going to join us now? And then they, you know, check each other out and uh, start running around in circles. Sniff each other first. <laughs> yeah, it's like, could you imagine if humans say, excuse me, nice to meet you. Let me, let me, let me smell you. That's like the dog's way of... <laughs> <laughs> no, so they're, they're like, know each other. excuse me, I just met you. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. And, and at one point... Um, we were there with just a couple dogs, and then all of a sudden the, the parade came out. Like it was like four o'clock this past Sunday, and uh, and then Moose just started running all over. He had no purpose. He was just running with all his might and uh, in circles. And he's happy. He is, and you know, and and as much as I, it sounds silly. As as his depends who you ask, his dad or his or grandpa. Uh, my daughter, who's ten, Theodora, says she's the mom, and I'm the granddad. But anyhow, it just gives me a lot of joy to watch him having fun. They're just happy for everything. Even when I drive to work or I'm out doing errands, I you always see them sticking their head out the window, and they're just so content to just, you know, feel the air and the breeze, and they're so happy. They just look happy all the time. See, I would say you could do that right now. In fact, I would consider you a happy person. And if you stuck your head out the window and you're kind of like that, I might think a little differently, a little odd, but you're allowed to do it. So... <laughs> True, but I don't know if it'll be this, as as cute as when a dog does, you know, with their little smile and their. Hey, you know, honey, what's that out? girl up there doing? What's she doing? I don't know. And her tongue's hanging out. That's really, really, that's gross. But she looks happy. You know what I mean. If we all had the spirit of dogs all the time. So Victoria worked for the Eagles a while back and had some fun there. Carson Wentz, your boy, who you bumped into in the hallway while you were texting. <laughs> yes. You didn't get hurt, did you, when you bumped into him? No, I didn't. Uh, but yeah, he he kind of was responsible. No, okay, but um, it was just oh. fun. He was very polite about it. But uh, okay. you know, for every his size, you know, for every five steps I took, he took like two. Yeah. So you know, he was at a press conference today. Of course, he was with the Eagles for five years, helped them win a Super Bowl, which is great. Yes, uh, he was. Although he wasn't on the field at the very end, as far as throwing passes, he got them very close. And then Nick Foles took over, and and that was quite a magical year with Indianapolis today. As the Eagles made an official trade. Uh, and then, you know, he said, he admitted, he said, it wasn't a lot of fun how things panned out. It w- he didn't envision that's how it was going to go here. But, but uh, you know, he cherished his time here. And uh, we wish him well in Indianapolis for sure. Uh, I was on a Zoom call today with the uh, executive VP and GM of the Eagles, Howie Roseman, as well as their new head coach, Nick Sirianni. And just want to take a couple seconds here uh, to to play a clip for you. And there's a fun thing I want to, a little little Education. If you're not a big sports fan, I think we might find fun. First, one of the key players the Eagles has have right now, uh, Zach Ertz. Um, oh, before I, before I do this, just a quick note: Phillies are off today. They're at the Yankees tomorrow night, six thirty. Flyers at the Islanders tonight at seven, and the Sixers are home against Sacramento Saturday night at eight after losing last night in overtime to Milwaukee. Uh, as far as the Eagles go, so this is Howie Roseman 
on one of their key players for many years, Zach Ertz, including in the Super Bowl win. Had that big touchdown catch that was reviewed 400 times, but they said, yes, it is a touchdown. Uh, Howie Roseman on the possibility of Zach Ertz not being here anymore. Will he be here? Will he not? And his thoughts on Zach Ertz. Well, Zach's been a huge part uh, of the success that we've had um, since we've drafted him. And uh, he is a heck of a player. He's a heck of a person. And we value him. And so for us to trade any player, it's got to make sense for for both sides. You know, it's got to make sense for the Philadelphia Eagles, too, because um, none of us had the year that we wanted last year. But that doesn't define who we are, you know, who we are in our jobs. And uh, we know who he is. Um, We know who he is both on and off the field. And and we value that. So um, anything that we do with any of our players is going to be based on anything that helps the Philadelphia Eagles as well. All right, so that's uh, Howie Roseman, the executive vice president and general manager of the Eagles. And the other clip I want to play for is a little longer and has a little technical language in it, but I want to it, it kind of set you up for this. It's kind of a uh, a, a crash, crash course on the lingo. Uh, by the way, we have actor Harry Lennox joining us shortly, co-star of NBC's The Blacklist and a bunch of other things, and he's in a, a, new, uh, a new Justice League miniseries that's coming out in the near future. Uh, it's in the works, at least close to getting completed. Anyhow, um, so Nick Sirianni is the head coach now, the new head coach after Doug Peterson uh, and the Eagles parted ways. And he was asked a question near the end of the Zoom call today about, uh, you know, the team's still coming together. Not sure who's going to be on the team yet. Will you be running what they call 12 personnel packages? 12 being the number one, two, not 12 different packages, but 12 it's called. And that leads into a comment here. And then he talks about, his brother, which is a really cool perspective. And then just a kind of a thing to sum it up on the back end that Nick Sirianni is going to talk about here when I play it for you, that I think is kind of a neat lesson. Uh, but just how it works, normally if you're watching a football game, when an offense is getting ready, they have five linemen up front and a quarterback. That's, that's a normal way to go. And then there are five other players on the field. And so those spots are either wide receivers, tight ends, or running backs. And so the the code or the number that's used, if they say uh, 12 personnel, that means it, it's based on uh, the first number is running backs and the second is tight ends. They don't refer to receivers. So if someone says we're running a 12 personnel, that means they have one running back and two tight ends. So this past season, that could have been Miles Sanders as running back and Zach Ertz as a tight end and Dallas Goddard. Or... You might hear, are you doing 21 personnel? That means two running backs, like Miles Sanders and Boston Scott, and then one of the tight ends. So that's the, the, the when you hear the numbers, 12 personnel, 21, again, it's based on after you have your five linemen and your quarterback, you know, the linemen protect the quarterback and block and all that. Then you have five other players, combination of running backs, tight ends, and receivers. So the receivers are not referred to, but those, that number is based, again, on running backs first, and tight end second. So this, having said that, he's asked, are you running 12 personnel? Which should be, do you, do you, do you envision that the team is going to have uh, a running back and two tight ends? And then he, he kind of talks about that, but then goes from there. This is Nick Sirianni, the new Eagles head coach. As far as the personnel goes, again, I, it, it always looks different based off of who you are and what team you have. And so I've been on teams that have been heavy 11 personnel. I've been on teams that have been... Uh, and it's always really started there in the 11 personnel, right? Um, but then I've had teams that that have had, you know, 
yes, we were heavy in 11 personnel, but 12 was our good mixer. And then I've had teams that we've been on that 21 with two halfbacks have been a good mixer. And 21 with a fullback is a good mixer. So, again, it is all about – it really is, and I hate to sound cliche here, but it is really about what your players can do. Um, I've had success in 12. Yeah, like our, our team in, our teams in Indy had success with multiple tight ends on the field. So, we again, but we know – we know the sign of a good coach is using the personnel. Like I love to have a chance to brag on my brother. Like my brother, I think is the best football. He doesn't coach high school football anymore, but what he did at Southwestern high school was he won a state championship, winning the pro system. Then he had the athletes to run a spread system and he ran the spread system and they won a state championship. And three years later, he had no athletes. Sorry to any of those Southwestern kids that are listening right now. He had no athletes. They turned to the wing T ran the wing tee and went to the stinking state championship game. They didn't win the state championship game. So whatever. But my point is, and again, I love saying that because I love my brother and, and, and I love bragging on him. But my point is that's a sign of a good coach is the one that can take his teams and, and, uh, and use their best personnel. With that being said, it's also important that you're not just an 11 personnel team and that you're not just a 21 personnel team and that you're not just a 12 personnel team because that's easy for the defense to watch, to watch and scheme. So if 11's who we are, it's important that we're good at 12 as well and 21 and et cetera. 13 has also been something we've done a lot in the past. All right. So that's Eagles head coach, Nick Sirianni, Alex Strapley, just, but without getting into the 12, 13, all those numbers, really what he, what I like the lead up to is, um, Adapt to what you have. And I guess I'm speaking to leaders, and this could be anyone who's in, in a job or management or just a, maybe just how you run you know, the youth group or whatever. You're looking for uh, being able to work with what you have. And so instead of trying to maybe force a certain kind of a, uh, a way of doing things on a certain group of people, maybe there's a way for you to say, well, what do I have? Especially if you have, you're talking more of a professional work, work environment. It might be a little bit different than uh, how you do Church, but maybe, maybe let's say your youth group has a certain dynamic going on, and maybe you get creative and think, how do I, how do I reach the kids in this group a certain way, uh, or, or whether it's the methods or, but the truth of God, yes, but how do I, for sure, but how do I uh, get creative and, and reach them? So, and and to his brother's point, he basically was saying his brother took three different sets of people to the state championship, won two state championships, which is, I mean, just to win one's amazing, won two. And almost won a third with three different ways. And so it's an inspiration to, to be someone who's willing to adapt, think. And I took this personally. Why it resonated with me is because as the program director here at the radio station, when I look at the different folks we have working here, I tend to think about, so what can this person do? I mean, there's a job description. You have to do your job. But when I look at people, I try to think about what's their strong points or, or what are their points that aren't as strong, but how can we improve them? And also... Uh, play to somebody's strengths. People used to make fun of Andy Reid when he was coach here because he would say the phrase, uh, you know, I need to put players in position to make plays. And they just thought that was like a bunch of nonsense coach speak or something. But it's true. You're trying to look at a person and say, what are you good at? How can I help you succeed by by giving you things to do that and putting you in position and, and situations where you can thrive on the things you're good at all the while still trying to improve in other ways. That's what he was saying. He says, just because you might be good at one style of football doesn't mean that's the only thing you should do. Because if you are predictable in football, you'll get your lunch handed to you before long. People will figure you out. It's like if you ever watch a baseball game, 
and the player is really hot for the first month, and then all of a sudden he's not doing well. It's because uh, scouting reports out. People have watched video, and now they know because he does the same thing the same way every time. So I, I just ext- I'm a, a sports fan. I don't claim to know everything I, by by far. I'm learning myself all the time, and I just enjoy watching. But I, I think uh, there's life lessons to be learned. Uh, here and so that's what I was, when I heard that I was on the Zoom call earlier today, and I thought, you know, what? that's kind of a neat analogy. And I also just thought it was fun because Nick Sirianni, the, the head coach of the Eagles, is so. Um, what's the word? He's just genuine. He's like he's just gushing about things and personable. Uh, I like the guy. He took a little flack for his first press conference, but I, I like somebody who's willing to share off. You know, just kind of from the heart. So, brief break. Looking forward to bringing on actor. Harry Lennox in just a moment. It's Tim DeMoss Show, AM 560, WFIL.com, and the WFIL app. Live and local, it's the Tim DeMoss Show, weekday afternoons 4 till 5 on AM 560, WFIL, and at WFIL.com. Our podcast continues. It's 449, the Tim DeMoss Show. Welcoming aboard actor Harry Lennox to the program. Hello, sir. How you doing? I'm great. Tim, how you doing? Wonderful. Thank you for taking time to chat a bit. We, yeah, uh, great yeah. to be here with you. Yeah. Folks know you from a lot of different projects over the years. Five Heartbeats, right through the Blacklist, and soon another role to add to your list uh, as an extraterrestrial superhero, Martian Manhunter. How did that come about? It sounds like a very exciting opportunity. It's, it's been great. I am uh, pleased as punch, as they say. Uh, I never even expected that I would be one of the Justice League members. Uh, I think that that gets teased uh, here in the movie. You'll see it, you know, later today, I hope. But that said, uh, it, it's, it's wonderful, and I, I'm so proud. It's one of the great moments of my career. Sure. Uh, share a moment about your character, like, uh, you know, what, what, to, what you should be looking for and, and how you had to prep for that role. Well, yes, I, I, uh, the character is a guy who's sometimes known as John Jones uh, in Batman versus Superman and Man of Steel. Uh, the fans will have remembered me as Calvin Swanwick. Uh, one time, the you know the Secretary of, of the Defense uh, of Defense, and uh, before that, General over at, at NORAD, at NORCOM, I think. And so, uh, all along, however, evidently, uh, I've been in disguise because in reality. I'm from Mars, and you know, and I, but I could shape shift and read minds and do all sorts of these things. So, believe me, I was as surprised as everybody else uh, by this reveal uh, when Zach called me up and asked me to do it. So, uh, it's, it's been very a very fun ride. I guess the preparation was not so great because you know I was already in a couple of installments. Of this. Yeah, right. Well, and and for a second, um, to the extent that the the script or whatever dictates things. How much of that you're just going with and trying to match versus you get into it and you're like, I think I want to do this part or I'm going to add this to it. And, and they give you that freedom to kind of add your particular angle on it, on the, on the role. Well, you know, I, I uh, have the luxury of being with a director who, uh, Zack Snyder, who knows what, just what he wants. You know, I'm an actor who likes being directed. I, I, I was talking about that yesterday, uh, that I want someone to give me a form, an idea of what they see. Uh, and, and then I can sort of fill in the rest, as it were, just by being, you know, or doing, executing those things. So uh, not a whole lot of this is, is, you know, something I have to create out of whole cloth. I could really just uh, step into the shoes and, 
and um, and do what I'm told, which yeah. I prefer. It's interesting, uh, and, and although you could, you certainly have done so many different things over the years. Um, I came to first really come to be a fan of yours through the blacklist, but then and then you go look back and you see all the other. Wow, isn't that that that? And um, so there are surprises. People they they come at you sideways, for example, and then they then they learn more about who you are as a, as an actor. Um, something they may, they may be surprised about is uh, is the um, your childhood dream. I thought it was pretty interesting. I was reading up on. Uh, it was being the first black pope, I remember, in the early days before you got into acting. Just share about that for a second. Yes, uh, the, about being a black pope? Or... Yeah, yeah, just the dream when you were younger, and then it turned into acting over over time. Yeah, well, you know, it was... Um, one of my very earliest memories was walking into a church and, and, uh, and feeling the kind of sanctuary, the, the stillness, uh, and, and thinking that what a, what a wonderful sort of massive feeling that was. You know, and so uh, I wanted to be a part of that. When I grew up, my father died before I was even two years old. We called the priest of the church father, you know, and so in many ways, I thought that I always wanted to be a part of that, that uh, for those children who didn't have uh, a father in the home, that I could, you know, step in as a, as a, as a part of the presbyterate, as we call the priest there, yeah. and um and so that was really my inspiration and intention. Uh, but over the years, I, I, I started to see that there are other ways that I could be of service. And among them was to represent something outside of myself. And that's what actors do, represent other people, people who are not you. Hmm. Uh, and in many ways, you can reach as many people, perhaps even more, uh, in a form of service uh, through this craft. So I, I equate it with that. I think that the dedication to it is is on the same level that you have to commit to this life that you have to um, be of service to others you know to work outside of oneself really is the purpose of it and uh, and that's that's how I've done it I, I hope in some way well that's a great segue to the other question I just want to run by you I know we had the privilege of you joining us last year about this time right before coronavirus and everything talking about the role you had with revival writing producing co-starring um my mom was born in chicago i know you're born in chicago and and your art center i just want to give you a chance to chat about that and i think it was dedicated partly to your mom too right so love to hear about that yes yes well uh the lillian marcy center for the performing arts named after my mom lillian lennox and marcella gilly marcy affectionately and uh, she was the principal of the school where I taught for many years, called Bass Elementary School, uh, a little, small, tiny little thing over in Inglewood. And so this is really a way of giving back again to, to the people and the places that inspired me to get into this life. I want to restore Bronzeville in Chicago to its former glory as the home of many of the icons of the culture, people like Louis Armstrong and and so forth. Uh, muddy waters, a lot of the people lived in the neighborhood. Yeah. And so this is uh, bringing it back to what it was and to actually even build upon that idea to become something like the, the black version of the Lincoln Center for the Performing Arts, you know, to bring it all in a central collective location uh, there, in this case, on the south side of Chicago. So that's that idea. And uh, you also mentioned Revival, which is a movie that I wrote and, and produced some years back now. But it took many years to finish, and it is the Gospel of John, which is put to gospel music. And one day we want that to be 
uh, on stage there at the Lillian Marshy Center so that people can really have a good time and, and get something that is nourishing to their spirit uh, and, and, you know, and, and to really give back in that way as well. So it's sharing of the good news. Absolutely. A place where we can share it. And it's a great time of year to bring that up, especially with Easter on the way too. So That's right. That's right. Yeah. Perfect time of the year. Perfect Easter movie. RevivalTheMovie.com, by the way. Uh, you can go and check it all out right there. Harry Lennox, thank you for taking time with us again. We appreciate it, and we hope to hear more about your endeavors in the future. I'm sure there'll be more. Actually, appreciate it. Thanks. All right. Actor Harry Lennox on the Tim DeMoss Show plays the role of extraterrestrial superhero Martian Manhunter in the upcoming Zack Snyder Justice League miniseries on HBO Max and a bunch of other sources you may know him from. Quick break. We'll wrap our program up. One last call if you want to win a gift card to Duncan, Panera, Readers, or Wawa. Well, not Readers, but the other three. Text me at 610-500-DOVE. 610-500-3683. Have a guest you'd like to hear on the Tim DeMoss Show on AM560 WFIL? Email D at WFIL.com. Congratulations to Ellen Philadelphia picking up a Wawa gift card courtesy of Briner Chevrolet in Jenkintown. Have a great evening. Looking forward to doing it again tomorrow. Bye for now. Thanks for listening to the Tim DeMoss Show podcast. Feel free to tune in to the full show each weekday afternoon from 4 till 5 on AM 560 WFIL and at WFIL.com. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.